Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi guys and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative and happy new year, everybody. Welcome to 2021. It is certainly that time of year where everybody starts setting their goals and contemplating their dreams and what they're going to do this year. And so I thought it was a good time to start off our 2021 podcast series with chatting around goal setting and some mindset around it. I think it's um, 2020 has definitely taught us a lot or has taught me a lot in um, having a bit of an idea and a direction but being okay with it not working out the way that you thought it would. Um, It's also taught me about regrets and loss and letting go and things being taken away from you before you maybe you thought you were ready to lose them. So what can we do about that and what can we learn and how can we come back into the present moment um, so that we don't repeat the mistakes or the lessons that we learned from last year when our world as we know it was stripped from us. And um, yeah, give some insights into how I'm doing goal setting this year, which is a little bit different. And it's probably more so from, yeah, the lessons that I learned in 2020 and how I'm now learning to approach life, even though it has in the past been uncomfortable for me to do life in this more slow, content way. So I'm going to dive into some tips there for you. But I just want to, before we go any further, can I just say a absolutely from the bottom of my heart, a huge, huge thank you to everybody who listens. You guys, wherever you are in the world, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing for, I know that people send it to each other. I um, was chatting to a coaching client um, who had put our podcast into a group chat with her and her girlfriends and they were choosing the words that they want for their day. So that was really cool to hear how that was happening. I called a lady, shout out to Lynn from Brow Confidence to book my eyebrows in and the first thing she said was, I love your podcast. So I called up in to order a side table for my house and the girls that I love startup creative. So it's absolutely insane to me that this is traveling so far and wide and it wouldn't happen if you guys didn't listen and share it with each other. Um, so thank you. And I'm so honored and humbled to be here with you on this startup journey and your feedback doesn't go unnoticed. It really does help me to get up and keep recording and sit on my couch in my (laughs) apartment by myself on a Saturday morning and record these for you. So here we are. Thank you. I'm so, so humbled and so grateful for how much love this podcast gets. And yeah, keep keep your feedback coming because it fuels me and it also gives me ideas of what else you need on here. So Always open to your suggestions and thank you. All right, let's get into goal setting. It's actually funny how having a bit of time off, I had about a week off over Christmas 
and celebrated my birthday and a nice big Christmas with my family up in Queensland. And, um, yeah, writing the notes for this podcast, realizing how many little snippets from conversations with my uh, family have, have come out. So this podcast is going to go out to the Langford family plus all the other different surnames that they all have now. Um, all right. So I guess when it comes to goal setting, the thing that I've learned the most, and I am, you know, if anyone here is like a chronic, like looking to the future, doer, finding it very hard to stop, that's me. So I'm definitely giving myself a good hard look in the mirror this year before I go crazy with my goals. And reflecting on the year that's been, and if anyone saw, I did a bit of a recap of Startup Creative on our Instagram, it's on our highlights if you want to go check it out. Um, but it was probably the first time in a long time that I actually felt accomplished. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but I, I definitely have high standards for myself and have had a few years of trying to figure out the direction that Startup Creative needed to really clearly go in. And this year for me felt like it was really starting this last year, sorry, 2020 is where it really started to set in. And um, it was really nice to recap the year and see how many events that we did, how many people attended, podcasts, coaching clients, brands that we worked with. And when I looked at it all, and I was saying this to a friend the other day, had I sat here at the beginning of 2020 and said, this is everything I'm going to do this year, and these are the opportunities that are going to happen and all of the, everything that I achieved, I could not have possibly have planned it. I couldn't. Like I, some of those things came out of the blue. There's no way I would have expected thousands of people to turn up to an online webinar. Like there's so I, we spoke at a LGBTIQA plus and people of color event in Chicago via Zoom with General Assembly. Like just stuff like that. Where had I sat down to write it on a goals list, like it wouldn't have even been on my radar or even something that I knew could have achieved. So what I learned from this process is that there's an intention that we set, there's a clear vision or feeling or, you know, a, a kind of shining light that we walk towards and the details of how that works we may never know until we get to the end of the year and look back and go, ah, I did set that in, in intention. And for me when I look at it I'm like, you know, we my intention has always been to be the go-to source for straight-up business advice. And that, for me, is a global vision. And it's really amazing to see how that's unfolding in ways that I couldn't have imagined or could not have planned. Um, but it's a nice reminder that if you keep holding that vision and that intention, then it will unfold in ways that you least expect it and that you couldn't have comprehend and you know opportunities and things come out of nowhere so I think for me as somebody who likes to measure and grow and track and say exactly what I'm going to do which I do to an extent but to let go of some of that a little bit and use last year as an example of like just hold firm hold a clear firm intention and for me it was definitely like being of service to our startup community and then let that let that resonate, let people feel that energy from you and see what comes, you know, and I think I'm a a big believer in holding an energy of 
of you vibrating at and being really authentic and living the truth of your of your goals and your intentions not from a practical measurable you know tick box way but from a really deeply purposeful inside way that means that you live and breathe it without even having to say it and as a result then that can't not deliver that message resonate that message to the people who need it and then I think what happens is that youth then actually start to attract the opportunities and people to you because they can feel that this isn't something that you're say that you're saying that you're doing but that you're actually believing and and living from a very authentic truth deep inside of you so yeah, I think if nothing else, that's what 2020 taught me is um, to hold a resonance of an intention and trust and know that, you know, we might have goals to travel or to run in-person events or these things that it, we may not be possible for us now. Um, but by holding a resonance, then they will unfold in, in different ways and trusting and believing that that will be the case. Um, beyond the details you know what you're out to achieve you might not know how it's going to unfold so and I had this conversation with my little sister this morning and was started to take I was like this is good for the podcast (laughs) and started taking notes and uh, we were talking about how you know setting goals and how the new year turned over from 2020 to 2021 and there was a lot of people saying goodbye 2020 which fair enough you know like it was a really rough year um but i'm in sydney right now and it looks like we could be entering a second wave and for me i'm like it doesn't look any different <laughs> what was horrible and hard about 2020 is is still here it hasn't miraculously left us and i think there's a, a long road ahead of of figuring out how life is going to look differently from here on in and um I think that what the lesson in that is and what we were talking about is that it's actually letting go of the need of what is the moment that the year ticks over thinking that it's going to be different and that we you know we won't have to do that again and I think that's setting yourself up for anxiety it's setting yourself up for depression or letdown or the inability to um, handle whatever comes next because we've just learned so it's like so soon so recently we learned that anything could happen at any moment and that's still so relevant and still so true and it, that's the truth of the universe right it's it's unpredictable and unknown and there's a lot that we aren't in control of so um being okay with that and not forgetting the lesson and just because 2020 was really hard and we're entering into this new year, yes, we're more capable of dealing with what is might unfold with the coronavirus, with climate change, with Black Lives Matter, with equal rights, with politics. Like there's so many things, right? And at any moment, any one of those variables could change beyond our control and I don't think it's less about like, um, it's not as much about doing, you know, being like, yes, okay, now that the, that 2020 is done, I'm going to be okay. It's about learning and ma- making sure we don't forget the lessons of 2020 and bringing them in with us and saying, you know what? 2020 taught us that I'm capable, that I can pivot, that I can survive, that I can, 
I can get up and keep going, that I'm okay alone, like whatever the lesson was for you, really tune in. And instead of maybe dismissing 2020 and saying, okay, good, gone, like making sure we go, we make peace with it and go, wow, what did that year teach me? And I think that's a practice that I've been learning with, you know, my meditation and Buddhism over the years. And not that I'm a Buddhist, but I, a lot of meditation practices are based in Buddhist teaching and, you know, uh, being okay with the world, like being bad and the world being great. And that could be your inner world from like, you know, I'm having a really horrible day and I feel really anxious or I'm having the best day ever and I feel really fabulous. And what the Buddhists teach is, can you say yes to every single experience of it? Can, as if you chose it, you know, yes, okay, anxiety is here, you know, and, and ride a level of stability through the anxiety and through the joy, you know, when I think as humans, we tend to, to grab hold of the highs and want to always be high. But nature shows us that what high only exists because of its contrast, which is the low right? So can we be okay with a really hectic 2020 and a a more um, light 2021 if that's what's unfolding? Who knows? Um, but letting go of the control in order to be able to ride whatever comes this year and whatever that might look like. And I actually just caught myself saying this to my older sister who just sent me a picture of her new runners. Well done, Carly. And she was decided to get new runners with the new year and start working out. And I was like, that's really good. Um, and I said, great, you've got new shoes, but now what are you going to do with them? And I thought, oh, that was really smart. <laughs> and she gave me her big long list of her things that she's committing to with her exercise. And it made, I wrote it down because I was like, oh, that's kind of like 2020, right? It's like, we've got a new year. So 2021, what are we going to do with it? Just because you have a new year, just because it ticked over and we now write the date differently, what are we actually going to do with it? It doesn't just, yeah, it's like, great, I have these new runners, but the runners aren't going to run themselves, right? The runners, just the fact the new runners aren't going to get you fit. The new runners aren't going to increase your endurance or your your health and your well-being, right? It's like without doing something with it, then, um, you know, they're just new runners. So it's kind of the same with a new year, right? It's like we've got this new year, but what are you going to do with it? It's not going to improve itself. So what are you going to do? All right, let's jump into some goal-setting ways um, on how to um, – set yourself up for for what you do want and I'm going to do this differently and if you're looking for a really detailed step-by-step how do I set goals I actually have a five-year plan and business goal setting webinar that's available for download on our website if you go to the shop button on startupcreative.com.au you can get that and that's a really detailed step-by-step but for today excuse me I'm going to talk about um, the way I think you, our goals should come from, you know, wh- how do we go about setting goals and how to do them in a way that aren't, that isn't going to overwhelm us or, you know, be something that just sits on a piece of paper and doesn't get done. 
So this is how I have chosen to set my goals this year and um very inspired by reading the recent book um of I've recently read it it's not that recent Untamed by Glennon Doyle which is a really beautiful authentic story of some really nice insights into her her story but also some life lessons and there's this beautiful part in the book where she talks about um feeling a a disconnect or a dis disconnect um discontent for your life and um your current existence and your current reality and she says that that's actually a sign that you're or she says imagination, but I imagine like a soul, like that your soul is still dreaming, it's still longing, it hasn't given up on you. So by longing for something else, for by feeling a bit of a, you know, un, unsatisfied disconnect from your life and, you know, thinking what else is there, what else, rather than being like, man, this sucks, life sucks and really spiraling, actually starting to look at that and go, okay, my soul is calling me. There's something more here. I'm not living my potential. And something that I've really been contemplating and caught myself in a few conversations lately with people is that that is a feeling of pressure for me. When I look at that in my life, it's like, it's a, like a physical pressure, like a pushing down on my chest or, you know, a need to like run or, you know, sitting still for too long. So there's this, um, this dis, this discomfort in the current reality and needing to kind of break out and break free. And, you know, there's something missing. And when I look at that, I'm like, that's a pressure that's being applied in order to force you or to, to hint you, to push you in the direction of questioning your current existence. And if you didn't feel some level of discomfort or pressure or outside kind of poking or, you know, something, a longing, would you ask the question? Would you ever dream? Would you ever set goals? Would you ever redesign your life so that it's your absolute greatest potential and I don't think that we would I think that I see it time and time again of people in comfort zones don't really break free of and and live their fullest potential because there's no reason to there is no prompting for them to actually stop and to question and I mean, I would say that would be majority of the case. I'm sure if I sat with it, there would be some, some other versions of that. But most of the time, that is what I see. And so I really loved how Glennon talked about using it as a signal that your mind or your soul is still dreaming and, and still imagining. And then she goes on to talk about how people say, um, you know, what should I do? If I'm feeling this way, what should I do? And, um, instead of, saying, what should I do? Because that often leads to a known, you know, somebody else's reality. We kind of look around and go, oh, what what would that person do or whatever? Um, Or what, you know, what has other people done in the past? Or what does the books tell me? She actually suggests, uh, she says this beautiful sentence, which I've, I've never heard it said so elegantly and so simply and so powerfully. And she says, what is the truest, most version, most beautiful version of your life? 
What is the truest, most beautiful version of your life? And whether that's applying it to a certain aspect of your life or your life in general. And instead of answering it from your head, encouraging you to go and sit and answer it from your heart, from your purpose, what is like, why are you here? And when I look at goal setting and I've done lots of really practical stuff and the more and more I really get to it, it's the deeper I go into it, it really should come from this place of like, why am I here and am I living my potential and what else is there? And, you know, what, what is that deep longing inside of me asking me to face or to change or to do? And for me, I do this practice a lot in a meditation. So I visualize my future self. I, I see myself living that life. And, you know, even on days where I haven't been able to visualize it because it's felt dark or far off or overwhelming. I am still going, I'm still channeling the feeling, okay, of like a, of a future feeling. So if it is just a day where I feel really down and out and I can't really be positive, then maybe it's just like, you know, channeling or imagining or remembering a moment where I felt joyful or inspired or energized or or courageous or, or confident, you know. So, um, and for me, that has kind of been my shining light and it doesn't mean I know how I'm going to get there. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm going to be able to pick myself up in that moment and step myself into that new reality or that future self. But it means that I've got this vision of like, I'm not staying here. You know, I've got, I know that I, I can give more and I can do more. And, you know, there's this, evolution of myself that is constantly growing and expanding and then these moments have happened and especially in this last probably three or four months for me really holding firm to like what is my potential am I living it am I being my authentic self am I giving all that I can give to this life experience and to our startup creative community and to my relationships and my health and my well-being and lo- keeping my eyes on that version of myself that I want to keep growing and scaling and then realizing in these little moments in time where you're like, wow, this is it, I'm doing it, you know, and you, I don't even know how I got here or when this all came to be, but wow, this is everything that I've always held the vision of and there's always more for me <laughs> to dream into but there's these really nice moments where you can remember, you can look back and go, oh, I once dreamt for that. I remember, I remember calling out in my dark days and saying, help me get to this. I know that, you know, this is a reality that I want to experience and I don't know how I'm going to get there, but like, I know that it's possible for me because I'm dreaming it. Right. And then you get to turn around and go, wow, I'm awake in the dream. This has happened. And you, you don't even realize in the moment how you got there. Um, which is a really beautiful vision. And I think what is I've learned through this process this year and it's been a bit challenging for me has been that there was parts of my vision and my dream about stepping into my potential and my, my goals and going bigger with my business and my career and being more myself. And I, there were, they were dreams and goals that I had and, they weren't um, 
being fulfilled in my existence and I kept holding them and visioning them and believing that it could get better or it would transform. And as it unfolded, it was quite painful and there was moments where I was like, whoa, this is really painful. You know, for me it was a a relationship that ended and I moved cities and, you know, lots of different things have fallen away in my the last six months of my life. And on some levels there's been a big peace in knowing that this was part of what I asked for, you know, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt and it doesn't mean that it it doesn't um, make you want to run back to the safety of what you knew but knowing that, yeah, I planted this seed somewhere and trusting the unfolding of this reality and saying yes to all of it, even if it means um, goodbye and big changes and stepping out into the unknown. So it's a bit of a side tension. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I think starting with this place of like um, goal setting this year, not from a place of like what are other people doing? What is, you know, what should I be doing? What what have other people got that I should have? And instead taking an inventory of your own life and all aspects of your life, your relationships, your career, your finances, your health, your spirituality, whatever it is, like look at all aspects of your life and just go what what would be the truest, most beautiful version of my of that part of my life without limitation, without holding back, without like, and it maybe really challenge yourself to, you know, sit down with a pen and paper and ask this question and not, not just write the first thing you think, because sometimes that's what we've seen on the internet or what we've always written down every year. And really try and give yourself some space to tune in and really think. And, you know, sometimes asking these questions and maybe not even writing straight away, just you're listening to this podcast now and you could tune into your heart and be like, what would that be? And allow the question to kind of swirl around for a little bit. And then maybe when you have some space tonight, you could sit down and um, whenever you're next alone and and really see what answers come through. Sometimes they come through in the middle of the night. I woke up last night and had ideas, had ideas for this exact podcast actually. <laughs> Here we are. So sometimes asking the question um, and really creating the space for it to unfold as um, and, get, and give you an answer from the heart, not necessarily from the head so that you avoid not just wanting or trying to be what other people have or do. Okay, some other good questions to consider and some things that I have been doing for myself is to ask the question, this time next year, what would I not be okay with if I hadn't have given it a crack or um, or at least attempted? Let's say just give it a crack because who knows what's going to happen. Maybe it is starting your own business. Maybe it's writing a book. Maybe it's um, starting a podcast. I think a lot of people will know that thing that they've been procrastinating about or wondering about what if maybe I should one day because I think, yeah, that's the thing with um, COVID, right, is that we learned that at any point you might not be able to see your family. You might not be able to go 
for a swim at the ocean. You might not be able to go to the movies or out for a nice dinner or on a road trip or have more than five people in your house. Like at any point, right? Be outside for more than an hour. And I know there's a lot of people around the world right now who are experiencing this. So sending lots of strength and love to you guys. Um, but but if that's the case, right, if we actually lived with that as the reality, would we come back to this present moment and ask ourselves, what can I do right here, right now, if I didn't put it off to tomorrow? And then see what comes, see what arises. Because actually my little brother told me this that I didn't realize and maybe it's part of why I am the person I am today is that – and because him and I are very um, similar, we actually – find it hard to sit still but um he said to me oh yeah I remember dad growing growing up and dad would always say to me don't put off to tomorrow what you can do today and so my little brother is a real go-getter like he's super action orientated I went to Stady's house and he'd built a skate ramp and <laughs> in a in a one weekend so um very much a doer and yeah I was like oh maybe that's you know probably something that I heard in my life, not that I can remember. And um, realizing how potent, especially this year, that message is because putting off to tomorrow, tomorrow may not ever come, you know, and or the reality of today's existence might not ever come. So having a look at your life and being like, what am I putting off that if, if you're going to put it off till tomorrow, you, then you'll probably put it off till the next day and the next day and the next day. And then guess what? We're here this time next year and you still haven't done anything about it. And how is that going to feel in your body? And what do you need to do to make sure that doesn't change? Maybe there's something that you can start today. And if, for example, if you do want to start a business, that five-year course and business goal-setting webinar, um, that will help you to go step-by-step once you come up with what it is that you're not willing to be okay with not giving a crack this year. It's a big sentence that hopefully makes sense. Um, okay, so when you look at your life and you take your inventory of your life, I want you to ask the question, like of all those aspects of your life, what is the truest, most beautiful version of each of those aspects of your life? And then I want you to prioritize. So is it your family? Is it your business? Is it your income? Is it your health? Is it your personal practice? Is it um, your freedom? Like what aspect of your life is the most important? And I think I use this quote in the, my book actually that says, um, show me your bank balance and your diary and I will show you what your priorities are. And I see this time and time again, and it's not necessarily the person with the most skill set or the most money or the most time who actually gets a dream to come to life. And I've used this quote over and over, so I'm sure you guys have heard it. What you focus on expands. It might not be that somebody is better than you or more um capable than you at making a dream come to life that is a dream that you also have it's how much they're willing to prioritize it and how big of a value it is and how much energy and attention they give it so for you if you're 
sitting back and I do this with my coaching clients a number of times throughout the year and through their coaching is that it's less about if you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm really overwhelmed or, you know, you sit and you you share with me what you're struggling with in your business. My first question will always be to you, well, what's most important to you right now? And sometimes that overwhelm is because you need to bring more money in to contribute to your family or to pay your bills or to scale your business and not have to find a job. And sometimes that overwhelm is because you're working so hard and you don't have time to be with your kids or to look after yourself. So those two examples are different. On one side, the value is that we need to actually make money. And on the other side, the value is that we actually need to uh, automate the business or create more time in your diary um, or to outsource or to increase your pricing so that you can work less and find ways to free up time in your life. So depending on what the value is in that person, is what is the strategy that we use. So if there's two people with the same goal and one person's value is I need to make this work and because I want to work for myself and I want to leave my job, then they're going to put everything, that's going to be their most important priorities in their life and their goals and their to-do list and how they schedule their time is going to be around that. Whereas the other person might have the same idea, but they're like, my number one importance right now is being a mum or, um, or, or going on a holiday because I'm, I'm on the verge of burnout or whatever. Um, so that person, their values actually might mean that they will be slower to the game or slower in making the dream a reality. And it really, if, if you find yourself maybe prioritizing your family and you're feeling resentment or, you know, that you're, you want to work harder at your business, then it's just simply about changing your focus and saying, okay, what do I need to do to free up some more time from my family so I can make, give my business a bigger priority this year? Or if you're working too hard and you want to spend more time with your family, what do I need to do to free up my business so that I can spend more time with my family? And so it's really just what you're putting at the center and what you're living by. So take some time to check in with the, you know, the most beautiful version of ESA aspects of your life and then prioritize them from one to however many there are, right? And go, these are these are non-negotiable priorities. And, you know, for me, I've just come out of a relationship and my biggest priority right now is building my business and giving it my everything and preparing for my book launch and, and launching our academy. And that for me feels really important and special. And this is a really um, potent time in my life to be able to, yeah, give spare energy to our community and to growing and to scaling that. So, um, yeah, that's really clear for me. So that's how I'm scheduling my time and, you know, who I do and don't spend time with. So it's always a really good place to start when you're doing your goals and your dreams is to design the life of your dreams, not of somebody else's dreams, not of your parents' dreams or your partner's or what you think you should be doing or what other people are doing or even sometimes what your clients think you should be doing and instead coming back to you. And I'm going to finish on this, and this is something that I feel like is a um, maybe going to be part of another book for me, is this whole idea of like why are we here on this planet? 
and this idea of having a purpose and really going there's each and every one of us is so different and so unique and our relationships our life experiences our our size our gender or um, our orientations all of the different aspects that make up you and uniquely you are on some levels here to express themselves through you and that can roll out into your purpose and why you're on this planet and um, I really do believe that the more that we can actually stop and be still with ourselves and really tune in to you know what is the deepest expression of yourself and everything that you are and how can you unfold that in this lifetime and that's probably inspired by me watching the new Pixar movie last night called Soul, which if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend. Um, but a really beautiful example in this um, animation about you know, people having sparks and being programmed with, you know, these different um, sparks as a soul before we come down onto earth and how some people will find them and some people will um, – really express it and be supported and loved and and not compromise and then some people will just let it you know not listen to that little longing in the heart and will allow it to to fade away or to pretend it doesn't exist um, because it's too hard and it's too scary so I know that feeling well and I know that if you do keep asking the question and you keep holding firm to an intention of what you want to unfold in this lifetime, then you will be given opportunities to do that and it won't always be easy and it may well be outside of your current comfort zone. Um, but there is a reality that exists where you get to live that and be awake in your dream, not somebody else's dream, but why you're on this planet and it'll feel so right and it'll feel like your wildest dreams have come true and like that perfect fit of a glove and you'll get to look back and say, wow, here it is, this is it. I don't know how I got here but I'm awake here living this and it's it's wild to me. Um, but I think that's available to all of us. So a little bit of a different spin on goal setting this year. Um, but if you do want more of that practical advice, then highly recommend the five-year plan and business goal setting uh, webinar, which is on our shop on our website. And um, yeah, you should definitely check out Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And also the Soul movie by the new Pixar um, animation team. Happy 2021, guys. Welcome to the year. Podcast episode number one. Plenty more to come. I look forward to journeying with you all this year. And I just realized that my book is out this year. I can say that now. Um, 7th of July. So stay tuned for that. And next couple of weeks, I'm also going to be releasing the details about our coaching academy and everyone who jumps in on that, um, what to expect and some prizes that I have to give away for the first 10 people to join. So stay tuned. More details on the coaching academy coming very soon and look forward to hearing what you think. Have a great day.
Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.